so you can take risks so you feel comfortable in doing that so you can actually experience the essence and the adventure of life it's the health in the real world podcast it's time to start the show with chris janky as your host here to give you everything that you need when it comes to fitness strategies. We keep it simple and easy. It's your roadmap to get healthy. You don't need equipment and you don't need a gym. Just the right strategies to get you fit and trim. Thank you for joining me, Health in the Real World podcast. I'm Chris Jenke. I'm joined today with Claire Johnson. Claire, how are you doing today? Yeah, I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. So uh, you are a female empowerment coach uh, and a personal trainer. And it sounds like you do a lot of other things as well, in addition to just the fitness aspect. Um, Can you give us a little background as far as how you got into this and, and what you do? Sure. So yeah, I'm a female empowerment mindset training and nutrition coach. I've been in the health and fitness industry for gosh, must be like 20 years now. Uh, Started off as a gym instructor, moved into personal training. Uh, From there went into health club management, both in the corporate and commercial sectors. And from there, I moved over to Australia. And when I was in Australia, I was with Um, Australia and New Zealand's largest personal training franchise studio uh, system and with that I you know was product development I was franchise manager uh, and I set up an online client site did some training for their trainers coming through so I've worked in all areas within the fitness industry you know both um, client facing uh, business facing and then also from the fitness tech space as well so um, I've always had a passion for group exercise and for helping women in particular get a result so they feel better about themselves and feel confident about themselves and what I saw over you know many many years was women would get a result but they could get a better result if we had a look at their mindset first so I started working with them to assess their readiness levels for change to see how open they were to wanting the change and get them really connected to why the change that they wanted to get was important to them so then they could achieve a result easier um, and a better and bigger result if you like so from there it really opened my eyes up into health coaching wellness coaching and the mindset side of things so I started to focus on that more and then saw it you know seep into the other areas of their life and when you know you see someone they've achieved a result and then the ripple effect it has you know when they want to go and get that promotion or they feel confident to go and quit their job or leave their partner because it's like yes now they're inspired they're connected to themselves got me really fired up so from there I moved into predominantly leading with um, the mindset side of things then incorporating all of my nutrition background and the fitness training to bring that holistic approach so you know we can work on all those three areas and 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 get a real true wholesome result if you like Um, so included within that you know it's one-to-one personal training uh, fitness programs group exercise classes I still teach as well but I do online coaching programs and also the one-to-one coaching programs and I've also written a couple of books and have a fitness app and and different things like that so yeah have a lot of stuff going on. (laughs) That's awesome so you you decided a couple years ago that you would predominantly focus on women what what are some of the questions you asked get into that mindset you're talking about how you know, the readiness uh, of somebody to change. How do you determine how ready somebody is? Like, what are some of those questions? Uh, It would be assessing, uh, you know, like what's important to them, first of all. 
you know, finding out their why, but they're really deep level why. So, you know, rather than, you know, someone might have a goal, say potentially I want to lose uh, a stone or a kilo or, or five kilos, what have you, trying to work out the, the metric to imperial um, or, or a dress size, you know, okay, so fine, that, that's a goal. Why do you want to do that? Because I want to look good or I want to, you know, I'm going to this event. I want to feel like I, I look good to go to it. Okay, so why is that important? So we dig down deeper to get them really connected to what it is that's really driving them to want to achieve this goal. And it doesn't have to be aesthetic it could be fitness related or like I said other areas of their life as well um, so once we've identified what that real reason is for wanting to get that goal is that we have a look at what the roadmap is to then get there so it would be okay so you know you want to achieve this goal say in 12 weeks what's happening between now and then that we need to create strategies around to make sure that you're on track to achieve your goal are you prepared to potentially not do this um, social function and, and then do this instead? Are you prepared to clear out the cupboards, spend time meal prepping, um, you know, get uncomfortable and get out of your comfort zone and just, you know, asking those questions and really having an honest conversation about what it takes to achieve their goal and identifying, you know, how ready they are to, to do that. And also identifying who around them is gonna help support their goals as well. Cause it's very difficult sometimes to be able to move forward if there's people you know close to you, like a partner or family or even work colleagues and they potentially might not be supportive of the goal. It could be detrimental to you getting there. So, you know, it, it's identifying all of those and then creating strategies so that if those situations did arise, then you can be confident that you know you're going to be successful and know how to cope with them because half the problem is sometimes that you know things come out you sideswipe your left field and then then you're like oh my god I don't know how to deal with it so we spend that time to think about all the what ifs so we put a solid plan into place and then always have a plan b <laughs> nice so that I'm really curious about that plan b about if something sideswiped you from left field what what's that conversation look like let's say six months down the line they're doing great but then all of a sudden, I don't know, they fall off the wagon, something hits them from left field. What What is that conversation? Okay, so say for instance, someone's been training, they're really close to their goal. Uh, and you know, it might be that they've got a big family function coming up. So they're already aware of what that event's going to be. So it's like, okay, so you've got this event going on, you're going to be seeing these people, um, you know, potentially there's gonna be food, alcohol that might not be congruent with your fitness goals, or you might be with people who um, are not of the same mindset of you. So there's, you know, then you know, those behaviors come back of limiting self-beliefs and things like that. So it's creating awareness around what that obstacle um, is and what could arise from it and then from there having a look at, at you know so say for instance it's a weekend event what could you do in the week leading up to it and the week after it to manage you know calorie intake exercise programs so you can get everything done in terms of health and fitness side of things and then in terms of the mindset what else is it that we can do to strengthen your self-confidence your positivity um, and then identifying those areas from there and focusing on, on those. So it's like, you know, you're kind of going into the event with, with armor on it, if you like, to make sure that you're still on track with, with your goals. Nice. Sounds like you have a really holistic approach to not only health and fitness, but also it's the kind of those underlying things that determine whether you're going to be healthy and fit. You, you can almost have a conversation with somebody and, and you get a really good idea of how likely they are to succeed, right? Based on that. I, I remember one example that comes to me is um, I was interviewing this new client and she was, she was lean. Like she looked fit, she looked healthy, but there was something that didn't quite fit. And 
I, I couldn't really put my finger on it. It turns out 30 minutes into the conversation, she tells me that she had just got her, uh, she just got liposuction. So she like two weeks prior to that, she was almost 200 pounds heavier than she was that day. What I noticed, and I think what didn't really jive and and something was a little bit off was that she was still an overweight person in her head. So that's why I was like, God, she just is not talking like a healthy and fit person. And that was the reason why. So it's really good that you're taking these steps to fix that foundation and do all that work up front because then that automatically kind of leads to the next step, right? Yeah, I mean, I've worked with a lot of women in the past and you know, they've had big transformations physically and you're absolutely right. It takes a while for the, the mindset to change to go with, with what their new body is and to, you know, feel the value and appreciation and belief in their ability. Um, you know, I've worked with people before who, you know, because they've been quite overweight for a long period of time, the personality is different. So they're quite shy. So, you know, seeing the change and then coaching them through to be able to help um, change their mindset so they, they feel confident and empowered and inspired to, like you said, you know, talk like the person who they look like and believe in their ability. It, it does take time and it's, you know, a lot of reassurance. It's a lot of positive self-talk and, and input and then surrounding yourself with the, you know, the positive self um the positive people that are going to help support that new person and you know not be that that social circle that's going to pull you back to where you don't want to be so you know we we, i think i really believe in that holistic approach because then you're going to get long-lasting sustainable results and i don't really like the quick fixes because they're you know they don't last they do damage long term from that mental perspective in you know being deprived and and restricted and you know you're going to rebound because you've been restricted for so long so if it can be sustainable if it can be holistic and if it's manageable so it can be integrated into a new healthier lifestyle then, then that's what I'm all about nice yeah you know Claire one of the things that I I think is really valuable especially when we're working with people who are maybe not healthy or fit uh, and then they see you or me as a, as a trainer and they're like, oh, well, yeah, it's easy for you, right? Uh, but I think sometimes it's good to, to humanize ourselves a little bit. So for you personally, what is one of, the, one of the areas in your health and fitness that you maybe struggle with or maybe in the past you struggled with and what kind of strategies are you using to get by that? Sure. Um, so I guess, I mean, people do look at me and they say, oh, it's easy for you, you're health and fit and you're small. Um, but you know, when I was younger, growing up at school, I hated like PE, what we call it here, and, and being physical. Uh, and it took me a while to get into to fitness, and then that's when I found my love and passion for it in my early twenties. Um, you know, I used to compete as well when I lived in Australia, so I was a female figure, um, not bodybuilder, but female figure competitor. And I guess that taught me a lot about where the mindset goes. You know, you know that daily obsession with the scales. Am I making weight? Have I done enough to to get lean and get cut? So I understand that's um, the talk that comes with you know having that obsession with the scales and trying to overcome feeling you know or having more self-worth and value than than the number on the scales you know the amount of times that I'd step on the scales and think okay cool I know I've been on track this week and then they wouldn't change or they didn't give me the result that I wanted and it would just screw with your head but you knew that you'd done everything and you knew that you were looking better so you know your whole mood and perspective will change when you stepped on the scale. So, you know, I've been through that process and I share that a lot with women that I work with to try and move them away from the scales and use other forms of measurement. Um, I'm also a mum and I, when I was pregnant, I put on 
I got massive I put an extra 20 kilos so you know my, my stage weight when I competed I think was 56 kilos and then at the end of my pregnancy it was 86 kilos so there's been a whole 30 kilogram you know big weight shift so I know what it's like to put on weight and feel uncomfortable and, and not have the body that you want and then lose it and get back to um, a body that you're happy with as well so I've I've kind of had those two two ends of the spectrum um, and I just share my process and the journey with the ladies that I work with so they understand that you know yeah, I am a real person. I have been there and done that. And it, it wasn't easy, you know, and it wasn't quick. I did it in a slow, sustainable way. But, you know, the result came. Right. Slow and sustainable, which means it's going to last. And yeah, absolutely. I think that's great. You're not just it's not just the book knowledge. It's like you've been you've been super disciplined, checking the scale every day. You've also been overweight. By the way, you said 30 kilos. Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah. So that's about 60 to 70 pounds, right? So just for yeah. the Americans watching. Um, so, uh, okay, Claire, I want to give you a chance to give a motivational speech. So let's say a corporation or a university hires you to give a motivational speech. So let's say it's one to two minutes. Uh, we can go big picture on this. It doesn't have to be just health and fitness. This can be mm -hmm. life principles, any, you know, go big. You know, what do you believe and how can you impart some of your wisdom to these people who are listening to your motivational speech? Wow. Okay. God, put me on the spot here. Do you know, the, the biggest thing that I'm incredibly passionate about is, you know, it's one of my taglines. I'm on a mission to help women be bold and brave and unafraid and take back control. And what that means is to be able to step into your power and really own your life and be confident in what it is that you want to do, you know, being bold and brave. So you can take risks. So you feel comfortable in doing that. So you can actually experience the essence and the adventure of life. You know, people often talk to me about why I call my brand the, the naked warrior. Um, and, you know, it's a little bit tongue in cheek because you're, you're naked because you're allowing yourself to be vulnerable whilst also having that warrior, brave woman within. So it's being vulnerable, but being strong. It's allowing yourself to be you because, you know, at the end of the day, we only get one life here. So it's all about living connected to what fires you up. And in one of my signature programs, it, you know, we spend a whole week getting connected to your passion so you can live an inspired life. So, you know, you wake up happy every day. I'm a true believer in, you know, putting good fuel into your body so you can maximize your your life output and so not to live restricted you know you, we should be waking up being vibrant energetic beings and you know to be able to do this we need to move right we need to eat right and we need to surround ourselves with the right people who are supporting our goals to where we're going to and have the right um positive influence to you know remove all negativity and just support those around you as well so you know i get incredibly passionate about it and creating this ripple effect to help women you know get away from the funk and, and the junk that's holding them back. So they are inspired every day. That's that awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's great. That was a great motivational speech. So Claire, how can people get a hold of you? What's your website and how do people get you on social media? Sure. So um, just go search The Naked Warrior and you'll find me. My website is thenakedwarrior.co.uk. I'm on Facebook as The Naked Warrior and on Instagram, it's... Um, underscore uh, the naked warrior yeah so just go find naked warrior and you'll find me um, but feel free to reach out to me anytime drop me questions um, I'm really here to help inspire and empower and I just want to see more women living the best life that they possibly can and true to their essence of themselves that's awesome there you have oh. it so thank you Claire Johnson the naked warrior uh, female empowerment coach and personal trainer Claire thank you so much for joining me today on health thank in the real you. world really appreciate it cool thank you so much
Visit mycorebalance.com to learn more.